Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. What's up, good people? Welcome to episode 13 of the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. It's Friday. I think I'm going to start doing an episode TGIF. No, it's not what you think, though. It's not thank God it's Friday, right? It's thank God I'm free. What are you talking about, Rook? Talking about free thinking. Free thinking. Are you a free thinker? I think the question I want to pose is, because I've seen some interesting things. I'm kind of liking social media now. Get a lot of good material. But the question I want to pose is, when will you get tired of being a dumbass? Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. What you mean by that? No, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. And the reason that I can genuinely pose this question is because it's a question that I posed to myself before. Like, Rook, when are you really going to get tired of being a dumbass? When are you going to get tired of not using the brain that God gave you? When are you going to get tired of let, letting other people think for you? See, what I'm doing here or what I'm attempting to do here has nothing to do with getting people to think like me. Not at all. I hope it doesn't come across that way. I don't want you to think like me. I don't want you to take on my beliefs, my ideals, my thought processes, none of that. I just simply want you to think. If, in fact, you're living your life and you're doing everything that you're doing and you know why, you're, you're conscious of the decisions that you're making, I think you should keep that going. That's wonderful. But I can almost guarantee you most of us are not doing things consciously, right? Our actions, our thoughts, our beliefs are often tied to the thoughts and actions and beliefs of someone else. It's what we've been taught. It's what we've been told. Very rarely do we stop to say why that is. When I think about what we do to kids, and I brought this up before, and I'm guilty as being a parent, where you just you get tired of kids being inquisitive. So when they are constantly asking why, 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 you just, we shut children down at such a young age to where they stop asking why not only do they stop asking why they stop even considering why right you you begin to fall in love with and become comfortable with what my mom used to tell me all the time that's just the way it is and so everything that you see happening or going on you don't even question it you don't even question it you Accept the fact it is what it is. So the question I'm asking is, when are you going to get tired of being a dumbass? Right? So, I mean, I could go into politics, but I'm going to try to keep it centered around health and wellness, even though politics directly, in my opinion, affects and has an effect on our health and wellness, especially when it comes to our food and what we're eating and how we're eating. But... Like, at what point do you see with your physical eye 
things that are in direct conflict with what it is that you believe, but you refuse to, mm -mm, you, you just hell bent on, I'm, I'm going to stick to this because this is what I know is right. This is what I believe is right. I'm going to keep doing it, even though I see I'm, I'm getting different results or I'm not getting results that I desire. I'm going to keep doing it because my mama did it and my grandma did it. Like, I don't have, I'm not here for people who are living fearful lives. And I know that it does take, it's a process of getting outside of that. <laughs> it's a process. You, you have to work to get to the point to say, that truly say TGIF, to truly say, thank God I'm free. To really free your mind. I just find it interesting. And it's always us. We do it to ourselves. I just find it interesting. The direction that I see us going. In regard to people who think for themselves. So when we talk accountability. We talk responsibility. Um, specifically self accountability. That's now being mocked. That's a joke now. When we talk about you having the power to take control of your health and to heal yourself, that's a joke now. You are hotel now. <laughs> you are, you know, in some kind of weird way, everything comes back to someone being um, a misogynist. Like, you, that, that's just, you know, patriarch. Like, what? Okay, let me stay focused. That's my raggedy chair that's squeaking. But at what point do you ask questions as an adult? What point do you get back to asking serious questions? Right? I have no, you know, people trip me out on this health tip because I'm really just sharing information. Information that I believe in 100%. Or maybe I should say 99% because I'm, I'm always open to different ideas and different thought processes and, 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 and different, um, whatever you want to call it. I'm open. I'm open to things that conflict with my current beliefs. I'm open. But what I speak on this health thing is something that I believe. And I believe it so strongly because I've lived it. I've tried and tested it myself. I've researched. I have opened the books to see what information has been suppressed. I have, and I'm still doing it. It's so much because once you open one, once you dive into one piece, it opens to something else, to something else, to something else. So it's ongoing. And that's why I'm so obsessed with learning right now. It's a rabbit hole. Like it doesn't end. It just goes on and on and on. And so when people hit me up on this health tip, they feel as though I owe them some explanation. Like I'm not trying to prove jack to you. If you carry your dumb ass to the doctor and you take pills and you don't ask questions about what's in those pills and you see those pills are doing something to your body and you continue to take them, not only take them, you go back to the doctor to get more. You the fool. But you want me to present. A 65-point PowerPoint presentation on why herbs are better for you. I'm not. Keep taking them pills. That's what you like. Do it. The question I'm asking you is when are you going to get tired of being a dumbass? What the doctor said. I don't care what the doctor said. How does a doctor, how does one person know what's best? Let's just say if they have a thousand patients, how do they know what's best for all thousand patients? And how is one method... The best for all 
thousand of those patients. How? How is that possible? We are living in the most, I would say, information-driven time in the history of mankind. Information is everywhere. I hear you, though. Brooke, I'm saying, though, it's confusing. You know, one minute they say this, the next minute they say this. You don't, you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. That's your fault. That's your fault. And that's your problem. Because your health is your responsibility. It's all of our each individual person. It is your responsibility to figure it out. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's where the spiritual aspect comes in. When I speak spiritual, I am only speaking and referencing to knowing yourself. That's what spirituality is to me. When you truly know who you are. When you, too, when you truly tapped in, turned on to you, you do the work. Right? Faith without works is dead. You do the work. You seek. Seek, you will find, right? That's when the faith kicks in. That's when the spirit kicks in because spirit will reveal things to you that you have not been able to understand or to or to find on your own. That, that's where the spirit aspect comes in. So you'll begin to learn who you are. You'll begin to learn what works for you, what resonates with you, what speaks to you, and you'll fall in line with that. Most of us are disconnected. We don't know who we are. We're certainly not connected to our own higher spiritual self. So you feel like you're running in circles. And you are. You don't know what to do. You don't know who to listen to. You don't know what to believe. You, you want to listen to the experts. And then we, we, make one, we go from one savior to the next. So we want a, a health leader. We want a religious leader. We want a political leader. Hey, you are your own leader. That's scary though, ain't it? It's scary to say my life is in my hands. That I have to take control of my life. That I got to sit down, turn the television off, and I got to study to figure this mess out. That's scary, ain't it? We don't want to do that. It's too much. Come on. Why we can't put this on somebody else? The, the, the problem with the leader mentality is you believe that someone else is more capable and mentally more um, advanced than you are. Someone may be more knowledgeable. They may be more wise, but not because that you're not capable. No, it's just that you've decided. You've decided not to be. That's why I can't get down with this whole idea of, you know, certain individuals being above another. You're more favored by God. Since when did God have favorites? Who told you that? I know who told you that. The church told you that. I know. I sat in the church a long time. I believed it too. But it's a lie. Ain't nobody more favored than you. And the only way that I would agree with you only if you're using it in the context of cause and effect. So if I put forth more, quote unquote, cause, I put in more time and work to something, then yes, it, I'm going to be more favored to get a certain result. That's the only, that's the only way that counts. 
to naturally just think that, that God will birth someone else greater than you, then why? What, what good are you? Why would even God waste the time to make you if someone else is, is to be greater than you? Why wouldn't he just make more of that greater person? Why? 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 <laughs> Think about this now. This is what I'm talking about. Asking questions and thinking. Why would God make someone else greater than you? Why? Why? Now, here's where the conflict comes in. Here's where the cognitive dissonance comes in. You say that and you believe, well, you know, you're supposed to honor the shepherd, you know, touch not God's anointed. But the good book says you were made in God's image. So hold on now. Let me think about this. So I'm made in God's image, which essentially would make me in some regard. God, right? If I'm made in God's image, right? I should be that make that puts me on a level of God, right? We are one. But then at the same token, there could be someone else greater than I or more favorite than I. So what does that make them? If if I'm made in the image of God, what are they? Are they above God? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. So the question that I pose is when will you get tired of being a dumbass? When will you get tired of being hustled? When will you get tired of the government telling you anything? Your doctors telling you anything? Your pastor telling you anything? Your president telling you anything? And you just believe it. When? You better find an answer to that question. Because if not, me a long road ahead my friend long road ahead because the fact that the matter is this life is on you now the matrix is designed in such a magnificent way that it's very easy to be distracted like you can't even say that anymore that's taboo to say distracted to say stay focused to say stay woke you know now that's uh, <sighs> Y'all made me tired. What I am saying is that whatever our fate is to be, it will be in our own hands. You know, I think it's amazing. I I, I got to come back to this. I think it's amazing that we will see what has taken place in politics for the past 60 years. We will see it. We will see no change. Nothing. Matter of fact, we will see us regress <laughs> and still do nothing any different we won't question we will allow these people to come in and tell us anything we will still run and vote for certain people and do nothing any differently and see no change and not do anything but continue to do the same thing and no one finds that to be strange. We're so fearful as a people. And that's what this comes back to. Comes back to spirit. Because when you don't know who you are, you don't know your power. And when you don't know your power, you're going to find yourself in a fearful state. And that's what we are. It takes power. Right? 
It takes fearlessness to look your doctor in the eye to say, I don't care what you tell me. You ain't God and you can't tell me how long I got to live. Who the hell are you? It takes boldness to say, I'm going to try something different. It does. It does. Most people, you know, people ask me about cancer. I, I will I will stand on this, you know, along with anything else that I stand on. It. I stand on it with my life. Yes, cancer is curable. Come on, guys. Come on. And when you ask me that question, that lets me know your raggedy ass ain't took one second as long and as many times as you sit on the Internet. And as long as you flip through social media, you ain't took not one opportunity. I mean, you can freaking Google this and you will see tons, tons of evidence. Dating back to the early 1900s of cancer being cured. And for you to ask me, is cancer curable? That's a freaking joke to me. It's a joke. And that lets me know you haven't done your due diligence. And that lets me know you ain't serious. You ain't serious. Of course cancer is curable, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. So when people ask me about that, what they should do. I can't tell you what you should do. What I can tell you is this though. If you are a fearful individual. Then you need to go. Well what keeps you in an unfearful state. What I mean by that is. If you believe. What the doctor says is law. If you believe that chemo is your only option. Then you better take it. Because the fear alone. And this is why we got to dive into. This would make. I hate to use the word hate. But that's what comes to mind and I'm going to use it because I can say what I want. So this is what makes me hate religion because it moves you further and further and further away from you. It has you looking outside of yourself for the answers and you will never find the answers there. I'm going to tell you when I hit a crossroad. Of not being sure of what life was saying to me. I, I just felt like I didn't have any answers. But more importantly, I felt like I didn't have any direction. I really had hit this spot. To, to man's eye, right? Or to man's judgment or whatever you want to call it. It would have appeared on the outside that things were going well for me. I was doing good. You know, I'd done what you, you were supposed to do. I'd beat the odds, right? I had my daughter when I was in college. I went on, I got a degree, I got another degree, had a little career, got laid off. Um, what happened after that? Ended up starting my own business, working for myself. Um, da, da, da. I had gotten my, 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 my relationship with God really good, or so I thought. I ended up getting married. Like It, it appears it appeared that, girl, you, you good. But internally, there was a war going on. And I had questions that I couldn't answer. I had prayers that I felt like, man, I just felt like prayers were leaving my lips and bouncing right back. And I couldn't figure it out. And everything around me began to to just be confusing to me. I had no answers. I, I couldn't answer why 
I, along with many other people who were really, 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 really serious about this God thing and living and living life right, I couldn't figure out why we weren't getting results. I couldn't figure out why you could believe and pray and do all these things and life still not be what you desire it to be. I couldn't figure out why the church was trying to convince me that just getting by was okay. I couldn't figure out why in one token, people wanted me to believe that I was a child of God, right? Child of the most high, a kingdom kid, but I wasn't living a kingdom life. I couldn't figure out why I was on earth, but the church wanted me to believe that the earth didn't matter. It didn't matter if I suffered all my life on earth because, hey, you just wait till you die to go to heaven. I couldn't figure that out. It didn't make no sense to me. It didn't make sense to me. It, it, it just it, it didn't add up. And what I found ended up blowing my mind, ended up blowing my mind. And this is when I asked myself, or, or should I say myself asked me, <laughs> my higher self asked me, Rook, when you going to get tired of being a dumbass? When are you going to get tired of allowing your fear to hold you back from really, really going deep and answering the questions that you truly have? And so I went on a 40-day fast. I cut social media. I cut television. I ate only fruits and vegetables. Shouldn't that's not really a fast. That you know, people call it the Daniel fast. Fasting is truly abstaining from food, but you know, if you get technical about it. But anyway, um, we'll call it a fruit and vegetables fast, so to speak. And I set one intention. I think I've mentioned this before, maybe I haven't. And I asked God to open my eyes to the truth. I said, I don't really know what's going on right now, but I need, I need two things. One, show me what I don't know and correct what it is that I think I know. That truth that you just know, you know, I need you to confirm it one way or the other. I need, I need to know because something ain't adding up and man, I can't even explain to you what happened during that time but the veil that's the veil when you talk about the veil man it's so many pieces like when you come out of it you realize it's so much wisdom in the bible but it's just been distorted in such a way that it's it's holding people back that's another story another story for another day but anyway the veil came off slowly it began to my fog glasses began to become clear and I began to see the trickery and the light bulb went off and it was like, oh my God, I have been lied to my entire life. Like, you know, people make a joke about staying woke, but when you really, your eyes become open, you realize that you've been asleep. Like you have just been bouncing around <laughs> You've been asleep all this time. And it's, you know, sometimes, you know, you go through different emotions. It's like you get pissed off. You get a little angry. A little fear comes because it's like when you when when your entire foundation is questioned. 
your entire foundation, everything that you built your life and your beliefs on is questioned. There, there's a state of fear that comes. Like, what do, you, what do you do now? Like, oh, shoot. If I can't look to this, if I can't look to that, if this isn't the answer, what do I, what do I really do now? The good news is you find yourself. And the moment that you find yourself, you find all the answers. I know that sounds so simple. It probably will piss people off because I remember hearing people say it, you know, before I could really understand it and appreciate it. And it is, you know, it's a little frustrating, especially when you haven't experienced it. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean? But that's part of faith. That's what faith is. Believing that if you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will be open. If you ask, you will receive. And so I'm asking you, when are you going to get tired of being a dumbass? When are you going to get tired of doing what everyone else around you? Most of us are fearful of being alone. You know, we have loyalty to that which is killing us and destroying us. And I'm sorry, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. That includes family and friends. We can't even pull away because our minds, we have been convinced that that means that we're being disrespectful or that means that. We aren't honoring, you know, family and loyalty, legacy, whatever you want to call it. But what kind of legacy do you really have? Ask that question. Ask what is it that you're really loyal to? You loyal to deceit? You loyal to lies? You loyal to ignorance? That's what you're loyal to? I just just got to a point where... I decided I'll stand if I got to stand by myself. And that ain't no saying. I mean, I mean it. And that's what you have to be willing to die means. That's what you have to be willing to lose it all in order to gain it all. Because essentially what you're losing is superficial anyway. And you will find that in the process of losing, you find you obtain it all anyway. But most people will never get there. They're going to die. They're going to die on what it is that they believe and what it is that their mama believe. And the only thing that I'm, you know, that I'm posing to everyone, and I pose this to myself as well. Look around. Men lie. Women lie. I would argue, depending on who's doing the the calculation, sometimes numbers lie. (laughs) But results don't. Results. What have you been getting? What have we been getting? So when you cling to the ideas of politics and political parties, when you cling to the ideas of your family and what you've been taught, when you cling to the ideas of religion, when you cling to the ideas of what's healthy and what's not, look at the results. Don't listen to me. Good book says put your trust in no man. I ain't asking you to listen to me. I'm presenting information. It's on you to do the work that's required to consider all the information. So you don't truly understand a subject or argument unless you can understand both sides of it. So I'm not I'm not suggesting you become unbalanced and be extreme. I'm suggesting you to simply think and ask questions. Something that we don't do. Something that we don't do. People ask me about 
you know, the lady I went, we had an event um, a couple weeks ago. And, and I already knew going in, based on what was sent to me, that it wouldn't be many options for me to eat because I'm a vegan. So I don't eat meat and I don't eat dairy. And I don't eat wheat and I don't eat soy. So, <laughs> well, I tr- you know, those, you know, um, are, are things that I, I try to stay away from. That's my thing. I ain't saying it should be your thing. So when I got there, the meals were pretty much all prepared. It was like a set menu. So they had a salad that was cool. Got that with no dressing on it. And the main courses were, of course, you know, seafood, chicken, and some type of steak or beef or something. So um, and then I think they had mashed potatoes, but that had butter in it. And I think my only option was like green beans or whatever. So I told the lady, I was like, look, and I don't sweat it. First of all, because I've learned what food is. And I learned most of the time we're not hungry anyway. You got to earn what you eat. Despite what we've been told. And most of the time, um, we're just eating. We're overeating. So I don't trip over food. If I go somewhere and it's nothing that, you know, fits with what I eat, then I, I work around it or I just eat later. It's not a big deal. I don't trip over stuff like that. So the the waitress was like, oh, my God. Is that, are you going to eat? My Lord, no wonder you look like that. And that, that's, the, that's so stupid because the idea that in order to look healthy or to be, you know, slim, that I guess you have to be, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. But anyway, she said, well, goodness, where do you get your protein? Ah. <sighs> People are so stupid. And we are enthusiastically stupid. Like, this is, again, what I'm saying, ask questions. What is protein? When you tell me that I need protein, define what protein is. And don't tell me it's what we need to be strong if these are muscles. No, I want you to answer the question, what is protein? Where did the idea of protein come from? Who created it? You ever asked that question? Who created all vitamins and minerals? Who came up with that? Who came up with what fat is? What what carbs are? Who came up with that? Who told you? Who decided what the certain amount was for every single human being? Who, Who told you what sources was what? Who told you that? Did you check it? Or you just believed it? Okay. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I've been a vegan. It will be two years in December. I'm I'm at the best that I've ever been. I'm doing things with my body that I've never been able to do. <laughs> I'll be going to the gym shortly. And I'll be pumping iron. Stronger than I've ever pumped it. With the exception of probably the first of the year. Because I kind of pulled away. For my regular, you know, routine to really cleanse, do a deep cleansing and detoxing. But that's another story. The point that I'm making is you got to stop being a dumbass. The, the reason that I love myself and that I know that I'm going to be fine is because I never think I know it all. Now, there are some things that I believe definitively. Hey, I know that. Right. But I'm always open. I never just think I know everything. But most of us don't know Jack. Think we know everything. We just think we know everything. And it shows. 
For people who know everything, yo, our lives surely are jacked up. Overweight, sick, broke, confused, depressed, committing suicide. Got all the answers, though. Got all the answers, but can't figure out how to apply any of that to our own lives. So, I love Fridays, man. I get excited. I don't look to turn down. I turn up. I wanna. I don't want to unwind. I don't need an outlet. I don't need to drink myself to death or smoke myself to death because life has kicked my ass all week. Nope. I'm excited. I'm just as excited about Monday as I am about Friday. It's a new day. TGIF. Thank God I'm free. Free to think, to use my brain. You do know you have one of those, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing I'm going to say so it was um, it was a scenario and I have so many church stories you probably going to get tired of hearing it just because I was in it for so long and the foolishness it just whew, too, too many too many stories and instances to count but so somebody was contemplating a move right they were trying to figure out you know, a uh, life decision in regards to um, someone that they was involved in. And they they were really frantic, uncertain, uneasy about it. And they were like, they had to talk to their pastor. Like, they just had to talk to the pastor. And I, and I thought it was a little bizarre. And again, at this time, I'm deeply, you know, I'm really, really deep in my walk. So I respect the pastor and the pastor's role and all of that good stuff. But I just thought it was so bizarre, like it was and they were telling me this story about how the pastors told them that God told okay, let me get it straight. So the pastor, the the God told the pastor something for this person. And I just thought it was bizarre, like, you mean to tell me that God will bypass you and give somebody else another word for you, but he would never confirm that word to you? Huh. I was like, so you can't make a move. So you mean to tell me this is your life that you're living. You have to make a very critical decision right now that you cannot bust a move until you get confirmation from the pastor. I said, so essentially your brain is pointless and useless. You don't even need a brain because you can't even think for yourself. So God gave you a brain. What did God give you a brain for? Needless to say, those questions never got answered. You know, it went on into some old theological bullshit crap the point that i'm making is we all got a brain if in fact other people were supposed to think for us we wouldn't need a brain nor would we have one you dig <laughs> i'm just having fun today y'all i'm just trying to get you to think that's all when are you gonna get tired of being a dumbass that's the question. Let me know. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Brook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.